Sefer Shmot, Parshat Beshalach, on protecting the weary. Parshat Beshalach is best known for containing the crossing of the Red Sea. But by Exodus chapter 17, the Israelites have an entirely new enemy on their hands, the nation of Amalek. This pattern has become all too familiar throughout Jewish history. Soon after, we're able to celebrate a form of redemption. We are once again in danger. In this case, in the same Parsha in which the Jewish people successfully flee from Pharaoh and the Egyptians hunting them down, being freed by nothing less than a miracle, the Amalekites attack. The story of Amalek goes back to the book of Genesis, which mentions a man named Amalek who descended from Esau. And as so often happens in Genesis, this one person prefigures an entire nation that will be prominent later. The Amalekites eventually show up in our Parsha in the book of Exodus, where it says in chapter 17, Amalek came and fought with Israel and Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, pick some troops for us and go out and do bat- go to battle with Amalek. Tomorrow I will station myself on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. The Lord will be at war with Amalek throughout the ages. Later in the Torah, in the book of Numbers, Bilaam prophesizes, a leading nation is Amalek, which is understood by the tradition to mean that Amalek is a leading force for evil in the world. But, the prophecy continues, its fate is to perish forever. The Israelites are gravely warned of the Amalekites in the book of Deuteronomy, where it says, Remember what Amalek did to you on your journey after you left Egypt. Therefore, you shall blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. Do not forget. This is an exceedingly strange sequence of commandments. To remember what Amalek did and to blot out the memory of Amalek. Why would we want to remember to forget? Wouldn't the reminder prevent our forgetting? Today, the mitzvah of remembering is done by hearing the reading of this week's Torah portion in synagogues on what is called Shabbat Zachor, the Shabbat of Remembrance. It is important and challenging to remember that the later commandment to blot out the memory of Amalek originally meant to kill Amalekites, presumably for the Israelites' own safety. It is equally important to note that this has no current literal application based on the reasoning that a discernible nation of Amalek no longer exists. Instead, Amalek is generally used in the Jewish tradition to symbolize the presence of evil. Especially in the Hasidic tradition, Amalek is taken out of the realm of warfare, and conceived of as a spiritual force. Each of us, for example, indeed has a Yetzir Hara, an evil inclination that we need to confront and blot out. Rabbi Joey Rosenfeld once synthesized various understandings of the archetypical Amalek in a tweet saying that for Rabbi Nachman, Amalek symbolizes hopelessness. In the Chabad tradition, it's self-interest. For the 20th century rabbi Yitzchak Hutner, it is nihilism. For Rav Kook, it's the world's randomness. And for the Baal Shem Tov, the first Hasidic thinker, it's the hiddenness of God's presence. These concepts, rather than physical deadly attackers, are the enemies we must now overcome. I would argue 
that Amalek today represents attacks on the most vulnerable among us. In Parshat Beshalach, Amalek imposes an unprovoked war on Israelites escaping slavery, which we can see as a textbook case of unnecessary cruelty. Worse, they are said to have attacked the weak and tired Israelites in the back of the group, going after the vulnerable of the vulnerable. God says in Devarim, He, Amalek, surprised you on the march when you were famished and weary and cut down all the stragglers in your rear. The strategy then for fighting Amalek must be to ensure that the defenseless are not stuck traveling in the back of our society, where they are susceptible to outside violence. If we as a community and a nation use our strengths and our resources to surround and protect those targeted for attack, we can hope to prevent this form of extreme evil from hurting us. We must rethink the structure of our world because we are at risk when the weakest among us are not protected. We cannot, as it was thought in ancient times, find security by eradicating evil people. Deeming living factions to be Amalek, people who must be blotted out, is a gross misunderstanding of the tradition and always ends horribly. In contrast, we must nevertheless be on guard for threats and never be naive of the forces of evil within us and around us. Allowing people to be homeless on our streets is hardly different from, in the time of the Exodus, leaving the weak and tired helpless in the back of the pack. So too, we must guard against the intergenerational effects of racism, the scourge of hunger, the cycles of crime and imprisonment, and the traps of poverty. As it says in the Torah, we must both remember the evil of Amalek and remove it from our world. Shabbat Shalom.